Thank you for tuning in once again to the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. Um, I wanted to give a quick update on the last podcast. So if you guys listened, I had this idea for my comedy shows next month to do like back-to-back coast-to-coast comedy shows. It's very bold. Uh, never did it before. Thought it was a cool idea. This past week, I looked at all the logistics of it in terms of airport flights and flight prices and I guess the ease of how the trip will go. Essentially, all the flights I looked at were either unreasonably overpriced or it would make my arrival cut so close to showtime that if any kind of delay happened or, you know, something with baggage claim or what have you, then the second show would be in danger and then obviously the whole point of doing the thing would not work out. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do shows on consecutive weeks, which is still pretty dope to have the option to do that, but it's not as grand as I would have anticipated. So I told you I would give you guys updates. That's the update. Sorry for people who wanted to see it. Like the four people who want to see it. Um, but the, the birthday show in Miami is confirmed. It's still on. I'm still booking talent for it now. Um, the show the following week in LA, I haven't even started doing talent for that yet. But wanted to give a quick update on that because this podcast overall is kind of short. But I know that's something that some of you were looking forward to hearing about. So this podcast is more about the idea of what resolutions are. And I want to kind of turn that on his head a little bit. So as a personal trainer, most people's resolutions I've met and seen on TV and in the media and what have you are usually health in, in some way, right? Usually weight loss or start working out more. One of those two things. I would say that's at least half of the posts I see. Other stuff is like, I want to start a business and I want to start a family and all that. Those are other resolutions, but most of them are lose weight, get in better shape, right? The issue is that most people don't. They think of it as an outcome-based situation. So you start working out with the goal of losing 25 pounds. And then you do have a plan for how to go about each, I guess, benchmark of that journey. And then any kind of disturbance, you just kind of fall off the wagon. So you go to the gym four days a week, the first week, then three. Then by the end of February, you're going once a week. And then it's just like, well, I don't look that bad. And then you just kind of go with it, right? So I have an idea. Uh, we're a week into January now, so it kind of you kind of get a reprieve for the first week. But I want to challenge everyone out there to challenge themselves each month, and I think this works really well if it's a different challenge each month. Theoretically, I guess it could be the same thing. It could be I'm going to let's say let's stick with the gym analogy. I want to lose two pounds this month and you do that every month end of the year you got you 25 pounds right so you can do it that way if you have a singular goal but most people have multiple things they want to improve in right we have the overarching thing like i want to get rid of my debt or something right that's a big goal but you have a lot of other smaller debt uh, smaller things like i want to also you know get in better shape i want to start eating better i want to take a trip at some point I want to 
rekindle a relationship with someone I used to be cool. All these little things, right? So my idea, and this is not like some original groundbreaking thing, it's just on my podcast, is that every month you can start as early as today, you pick a task that you want to stick to. And it can be a challenge, it can just be something that needs to get done. I'm going to use it as a daily challenge. So let's say you eat out a lot, which a lot of people do. Because it's convenient, it's easy, you're on the go all the time. You can just make a declaration. All right, I'm not going to eat out for the rest of the month. It's going to force you to cook more. It's going to force you to maybe even get a food service, which I guess you may spend around the same amount of money, but it's not it's probably not the same like in terms of the quality of the food and all that. But this really is encouraging you to be more self-sufficient. Instead of buying a smoothie at the gym, make a smoothie at the house. You would do it for a fraction of the cost. And the ingredients are very simple, right? Almond milk, some kind of fruit, ice, boom, protein, boom. You're in there, right? So maybe you can't do that, though. You can't. You don't have the time to do that. Maybe you haven't read as much as you want to read. Okay, I want to read a book this month. And I don't mean like <laughs> some little like jet magazine, like a pamphlet. I mean a book. And make it something you are actually interested in, something you want to get to know more about. Right? So let's say you want to know more about business because you want to start a business. I would read a business book. That seems reasonable. And once you finish like one book, you'll feel accomplished, but usually a book leads you to other books. So if you like this book, you enjoy this author, you should read some of my other work or stay in the same subject, right? Okay, this is how you start a business. Let me read this other person's perspective on business. And you kind of keep going down that pathway. And the goal of this is to, one, constantly improve because every month you're working on something you want to improve on. Um, I say eating out, I say working out, I say reading a book. For some people, it's, I want to dedicate myself to sleeping more. Most people I meet, including myself, don't get enough sleep. And a lot of it is because we kind of waste time later in the day. I know it happens to me too. I get home. It's probably 8 o'clock. You do the shower. You eat. And now it's like 9.30. And you could just go to sleep. But then you want to wind down, watch TV, watch some YouTube, you know, listen to some music, meditate, whatever you want to do. And next thing you know, it's now 11.30, almost midnight. And you know you have to be to work at 6. And so you've already cut yourself down to a maximum 6 hours of sleep. And that's if you fall asleep immediately and stay asleep, which I don't do. Maybe some of y'all do. And it's just the thing where it's like, you know what? Maybe you can even make the goal super, super specific. Like, all right, three nights a week, I'm going to go to bed at 10. And it could be days that you probably get off work a little earlier and you can make that work in your schedule. Don't go to bed at 10 if you have a final exam tomorrow because that's dumb. <laughs> or if you can wake up a little bit later in the day, you can still go to bed at 12. Just try to get the certain hours. Like I want to try to get eight hours these few days a week for the whole month. And you do that across the board. I want to cook more. I'm going to cook every Saturday for the month. That's four commitments five maximum if the days fall a certain way can you do five days of that for a month and then if you do that then i doubt you'll cook 
every weekend for a month and then just be like, all right, cool, let me just go back to not cooking. It kind of becomes something you get used to and your body adapts to this new improvement. And if you're constantly trying to improve, and the reason I said do different things is because I think it makes you a more well-rounded person. And everyone has a bunch of stuff that they're deficient in. We all have one really big thing, I'm sure, but, you know, it can even be a thing that's like a hobby. So recently, I've wanted to get back into the keyboard, like the piano keyboard. And uh, I have one back in Florida at my dad's house. And I don't want to ship it because I'd like it being there. So when I come to visit, I can kind of come back to it. But I haven't played in probably a decade and it's something that I remember I bought it with my money back then. And I was kind of teaching myself how to play because I couldn't afford lessons. And one, I also wasn't that savvy with Internet where they have a ton of lessons available to you. But it was just like a lot of trial and error. But I enjoyed the process of learning the keys, like looking at your fingers, hit each one, then trying to look away, seeing if you can like spatially feel with the keys, like all those that whole process was uh, therapeutic and so one of my months I'm thinking maybe March is going to be dedicated to getting back in that and so I'm going to invest in one and I'll say I want to do 10 hours of practice a week some number like that I'll make a a real number and then stick to it log my hours um, and maybe after the month it's over I won't pick it up again for some time. Maybe I'll just keep playing. I don't know how it's going to go. I just know it's something that's been on my mind. It's come up a few times and I just haven't done it. And this can be anything, as I mentioned before. So that's my challenge to you guys. I would make a list (laughs) of things you probably don't like about yourself or things you want to improve. And if you have an even 12, that's dope. If you have three or four, and you say, okay, I'm going to spend each month for the first three months doing this. And you want to break it down like quarterly or whatever. That's fine too. If you say I'm perfect, except for this one thing, you probably have some narcissist and some <laughs> a pretty big ego thing going on. But if you just say, all I really care about is this one thing, then yeah, you got 12 months to do that one thing. I will break it down to 12 even increments. And even if you want to be more precise, do it on a weekly thing. If your goal is to, I don't know, let's say get faster running, that's obviously something you can do. Track your times, all that kind of stuff. You can say, I'm going to run a mile every week. Your goal may be to run a, let's say, a five-minute mile, which is impressive. And maybe you're like at a 7.30 mile now. And you just say, every... Sunday, I'm going to run a mile at my fastest pace and just kind of keep track of it through through the whole year. And then by the end of the month, you want to knock off 20 or 30 seconds each time. And then, you know, the end of the year, hopefully you're at the five minute mark. You can even do it that way. But the goal is pick something you want to improve in. Get started tomorrow <laughs> since you have a since you've taken probably the first week off of this year. Uh, get started tomorrow and commit to it for the month. Because when you commit to yourself and you try to improve yourself as much as you can, then everything around you gets better. Your relationships, your work ethic, your self-efficacy, your self-esteem, 
your mental state. Like something as simple as making your bed every day for a month. And I've mentioned this on a podcast months ago. Um, I don't know. It's it psychologically sets you up. Like I did it my whole life as a kid, and then went to college and just disregarded my bed. And then so I started doing it, and now I can't leave the house without making my bed. It just it's very simplistic, but when I come home from work, I have like six pillows on my bed. It's it's a bit ridiculous. I I bought two new ones. <laughs> I have like six pillows on my bed, and they're all assorted, and they're you know doing their thing. And when I come home from work, it's you know, I'm tired. I just want to like collapse. I just look at the bed and I just smile a little bit because I took that extra two minutes to do it before I left the house. So for some of you, it could be that simple. Dedicate yourself to making your bed every day for the rest of January. And then talk to me in February and March when you tell me how you're still making your bed because it's something you've kind of gotten used to and how you like the way it looks. And if you have company coming over, you don't have to like rush and do some, you know, subpar cleaning job. It's already set up. Hey, you, you outside? Cool. Come in. I'm ready. Made my bed 11 hours ago. <laughs> but try that out. Uh, let me know how it goes for you. I'm wishing the best for you guys. Oh, should I tell you guys what mine is? I'm telling you guys to do a call to action. Uh, mine is eating out for the rest of the month. Because uh, I usually, I do a lot of, like, I, I move around a lot. So I'll get, like, Subway. And we have this dope little Hawaiian barbecue place by my house. And it's chicken rice and um like their veggies which is like cabbage i guess and it's really good but it's like ten dollars a pop but it's a lot of chicken they don't they don't mess around and obviously making chicken is not hard making rice is not hard and making cabbage is not hard they just do it for me and they're 0.1 mile from my house so it's pretty convenient and i've gone there i don't know probably once a week for the last two months or so and it's just just now dawning on me that just in a little, oh, let me just grab a quick sandwich from Subway. Or let me just do this thing real quick. I'm probably spending, you know, 20 to $25 a week. And then if you add that up, that's $100 a month. That's 1200 a year that I don't need to be spending. Now, I'm not saying not to ever eat out. I think that's unreasonable. And if you go on a date, I'm not going to be like, hey, I will go out with you. But, you know, I can't. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, like, those times when it's just a lazy thing, especially when you have food at the house, I'm just going to go home and make something. And it may be some thrown-together pasta and, you know, leftover, like, avocado or something. I mean, you can make a lot of stuff happen with just leftovers, but just the idea of doing it is what's deterred me from doing it. Like, I just want to get some food, go home, and shut down. It's just like, nah. Stuff's... Spending seven, ten, twelve dollars a pop, save that money, reallocate it to something you need, like to pay off bills or I don't know, even for your savings account. If I just saved a hundred dollars a month from not going out, it wouldn't that be worth it? If you could save a hundred dollars a month, isn't that twelve hundred dollars a year? Is that not worth it? Like that, those kind of thoughts you have to kind of kind of grips with, and I had to look myself in the mirror, look at my food statements, and just like do better. Because you have a fridge, stove, microwave, and pots and pans. And plenty of things to kind of remix and repackage. And you just haven't done it. You've been lazy. So 
that is my dedication for, for the rest of the month um you guys do the same let me know how it goes i wish you the best and let's get this year off let's get this year off to a good start i don't know why i'm not doing well with these closes this month this year that's two in a row that i just was flying high i just tried to close the show out it just didn't go <laughs> my february dedication to myself is to close each podcast out a lot more efficiently <laughs> but in the meantime you guys have a good week enjoy yourselves have a great year have a great month and i'll talk to you next time deuces <laughs>